I'm Courtney, and we are the ladies behind Courtney Kelly on Instagram and the founders of the lifestyle blog when this is in Manhattan. And we're back with another episode of So Random. We took a little, well, not a hiatus. We're starting to do bi-weekly for those of you who don't know. And we think it's a good sort of timeline just so we have a lot of pop culture stuff to talk about, a lot of life updates. So you'll hear from us every other week. And we just got off a cruise ship. I'm burnt and I'm still hungover. Three days later, <laughs> we did. We just got off of a cruise to the Bahamas and we had so much fun. I got stung by a jellyfish, which was, oh my God, that was crazy. I forgot that even happened, <laughs> but also I forgot to tell you, I think I got stung by one too. Wait, when? Okay. I for- totally forgot to tell you. I'll have to send you a picture, but my, so we went into the ocean at Bimini beach club, which was like one of the most beautiful beaches I've ever seen in my life. I've never been somewhere like super tropical before. And the water was turquoise, like clear. And the sand was white and it was the most beautiful beach I've ever seen. And we were playing these beach games and Courtney had got stung by a jellyfish like an hour beforehand. So I like refused to get in the water because I was scared of the jellyfish. And then after the beach games, I was so freaking sweaty that I was like, F it, I'm running into the water. So I run in and that night, like my butt kind of started itching, like my right cheek. And now there's like this huge, like kind of like welt of like after a couple days. And I looked it up and it's like, if you're like allergic to a specific jellyfish, it will develop over a couple days. And it's all just, it's gross. Was oh that TMI? <laughs> no, because, well, I didn't, when I got originally stung, I thought I was allergic to something in the water. And then I get out and I'm basically trying to tell Kyle, like I'm allergic to the waters of the Bahamas and the guy in front of us turns around, he's listening. And he's just like, girl, no, like you probably got stung by a jellyfish. He's like, I saw jellyfish in there earlier. Like that's why me and my wife aren't going in the water. I was like, oh my God. Um, but it, it just was like really hot for a second. And then I got some, um, you know, they put like medicine on it and then everything was fine. And, but it really was like the Bahamas are the water there. It's truly unlike anywhere else I've ever been. Like, it's so beautiful. It's like the color of your sweatshirt. Exactly. It really is. (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, we're both officially in recovery mode. I actually didn't sleep last night. That's why I look like this right now. I just, I felt still like I was rocking Mm -hmm. on, on the ship. Oh, and one night on the ship, I like also thought there was an earthquake, (laughs) but I don't think you can feel an earthquake in the middle of the ocean. No, no. I think it was just when, when you like dock or not dock, it kind of goes up, up and down, but we oh. definitely had a good time. Um, we were on Virgin voyages. I know we get a lot of questions about cruises these days. So <laughs> we're cruise influencers now. <laughs> um, I would say like, there was definitely a young crowd, um, and me, Kelly, Johnny and Kyle really played it to that by, we <laughs> held oh, nothing oh, back. We? <laughs> we were calling us the enter. We were calling ourselves the entertainment directors on board because we, I have to say, this group kept the vibes high as a kite. (laughs) We did. We did. Um, one of my favorite parts of the cruise was the first night we, they had this pajama party. So that was so fun in itself because there's nothing better than drinking when you're comfortable and you're not in like high heels or like dresses. So we all put on, and we're going to talk about them later, but I just want to give them another shout out. Prince 
print fresh. They're PJs. They're amazing. They even told us that their whole office watched our Instagram stories as an office together. And we're just giggling and laughing at like Johnny running around in like the robe with, um, the tigers on it. Um, and so that was probably my favorite night, but the first night of any vacation or any trip, it's always, it's so, it's so much fun because you're in the best mood. Like, well, you're not like any part hungover. You're like excited to meet people. And we just danced and danced and danced. You know, I was wondering why we're having so much fun at that specific dance party. And I was like, oh, because like we could bend over and twerk and be in flats and PJs and just be comfortable. I was like, is this what it feels like to be a guy and go out? Like you just feel comfortable. You're not like pulling down your skirt the whole time or like worrying that you're flashing somebody. This is remarkable. It's very true. It's very true. Um, so that was such a fun time. Um, what was your favorite part? Oh my gosh. I think I have so many, I, it definitely was a rose bush for me. Um, but I do think my favorite part, there was, there's a lot of shows on board and and I love a show. Mm -hmm. And the last night we went to a sexy show and they made us turn our phones off like nobody was allowed to touch their phone and they did some like what nothing like crazy, but they just did some really fun stuff. And it was kind of like, wait, am I on a cruise? Am I on a cruise ship? Or am I like in Amsterdam? <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't I, too crazy, but I was like, we were sitting next to this older couple and we were all kind of like this. And we had to rate like how, um, like adventurous we are. And that's how they knew to like pull you up on stage or not. It was a kind of and crazy. <laughs> oh. oh my God. I do think that Virgin Voyages has definitely tried to really position themselves as like this young, like kind of, they want to do shocking stuff. They want to, you know, have a very younger crowd to yes. cater to like, because my sisters were to asking me, they're like, oh, like, because on so celebrity cruises, me and Kyle have cruised them the, for our last vacation. And then me and Kelly did that back in October. They will bring on like entertainment that aren't essentially crew members like yeah. that live on the boat or work on the boat, but they'll come on and do like a show and then they'll get off the boat. So they constantly have people that they bring in to sing or do mat like mad magicians and things like that. And my sister's like, oh, like who did they bring in? And I was like, oh, honestly, I think they just brought in like a sex therapist. Like that was the only person that they like brought on board that like, wasn't a crew member that did the shows. Um, and so I was laughing cause I was like, yeah, I guess that was the only like outside like entertainment, but so that's kind of the vibe is like definitely very adult, definitely very Sexy. geared towards like that type of that type yeah. of stuff, like red room type stuff. Definitely. But it was, it was a blast. I feel like I haven't been home in 1,200 million days because we went to, uh, Johnny's parents' house in Fort Lauderdale before that. And it was so nice just to work from there. And I've had an epiphany. Okay. This is the first time in my life where I'm not tired of the human that I just traveled with for 10 days. That is saying a lot because you used to get tired of humans that you were with after five minutes of being in the same apartment together. You're like, <laughs> you were like, you would be like, oh, um, I'm going to go work for my friends today and then not come back for like three more days. <laughs> and, you know, I would probably just go to like a coffee shop in, in Brooklyn and, and then move, live there <laughs> and like literally just live there. Well, okay. That's really good because you guys were together 
Cause you went down to Florida. She, as she said, uh, as Kelly said, you went down to Florida, um, couple days early. Yeah. So you guys were together for eight since like nine days last Thursday. Yeah. Which is, I think the longest time I've probably like ever been with somebody like a significant other back to back to back. And then we came back to New York and I was like, do you want to have a sleepover for two more days? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I get it. Cause on Sunday, like I purposely didn't drink Saturday because I didn't want to be hungover Sunday because Kyle um, was traveling for work. And I was like, I just know my body and I get anxiety alone if I'm hungover. So then I'm like thin when we had this whole dramatic separation at the airport. So Kyle and I get to the airport. Thank God I wasn't hungover. And so we get to the airport and we, Kyle thought that he could go to my terminal and like drop me off at my, like at my gate. And then he would go, or we would go to like the, the lounge together. And then, you know, I would go on my flight and we go up at Fort Lauderdale. We're like, Oh, he's in terminal. Like a and I'm in terminal E, but do those connect? And the jet blue guy is so nice. He's like, Oh no, honeys, you guys are going to have to say your goodbyes right here. They're <laughs> we like, no. And we were like, so dramatic. And Kyle's like, I never thought of us as a codependent couple, but like, I was like, yeah, we're codependent. Um, but no, it, it was really good though, because yeah, I usually will get that. That's why I like planned ahead. Cause I was like, if I'm hungover on Sunday, it's going, I will literally have to buy a flight to Atlanta. I thought there was, there was like a 70% chance in my mind that you were going to go to Atlanta with Kyle. I know. And I thought about it. I was like, I might do it. But then when it came to Saturday, I was like, you know what? I do want to go home. So I'm just going to like set myself up for success here. And and it ended up being fine. And I, you know, got on the plane and then, uh, had like, and I do enjoy honestly being alone. Like it has been nice when I'm here and I'm kind of just in my own routine and like groove and, um, but it, I do obviously do miss him and I'm excited yeah. for him. He'll be back on Thursday. Um, so it's only been going to be like four days, <laughs> four days, but who makes your salmon at night? Well, now I have to cook dinner. And so that's been like, well, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've been doing some frozen meals. <laughs> dinner? But, no. no, but I get it. So I'm happy that you guys, like, I, I get where you were at probably on Sunday. Like I would have had a sleepover as well. If I were oh, you. oh, I was like, vulnerable in the fetal position on Sunday. Like somebody hold me. Yeah. You probably needed your other person, but that's a a really good sign that you want to spend time together and you like enjoy being around. That's the biggest thing you want to enjoy being around each other. Yes. We did get our first little tiffs though this week, which I think is probably par for the course, like considering that this was like the first extended amount of time that we spent together, like, and having no breaks in between. Mm -hmm. So our first little tiffs started happening, but I think that we like really communicated them well, which I think is more important than like having no tiffs at all, you know? And there's so much alcohol involved. Like I, your emotions are just, yeah. That's like the other thing when I was thinking back, like when, yeah, it's constant, like alcohol, it's just kind of probably your emotions are going to get high, something you're going to get upset about that you would never normally get upset about. Yeah. Yeah. And then something that you love, you wouldn't normally love. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, like ah, that's oh my like honey, Betty from Oklahoma. We're best friends. <laughs> I know you guys made so many friends. Johnny so many friends. was just like a magnet at the pool. Like everybody wanted to talk yeah. to him, him and Kyle. Like, I think it was the shirts. Oh yeah. I mean, look, I'm going to burn those shirts now that we're back in New York. 
<laughs> but did I, did I love them on board? I love them on board. I've never seen men wear prints quite as loud and as proud as those two. <laughs> and they get along so well. I know, um, people were saying like how much they really enjoyed like watching them together. And that was one of my favorite parts too. I think it gave yeah. everybody a chance, obviously when you're together for that amount of time, you really get to know every, each other and like, um, that it's really nice to kind of have like that environment. Well, literally an environment where you cannot get away if you're on a boat. Yeah. Unless you sail, unless you jump. Um, but yeah, my favorites were like, Oh, the true love story isn't Johnny and Kelly. It's Johnny and Kyle. (laughs) And I think a lot of it had to do with the bonding over the the printed shirts. Yeah. They, they love it. They loved (laughs) it. They thrived. Okay. Well, those are our updates guys. So now we got to get into some pop culture court. Have you still been following the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case? I I catch the memes and I really enjoy the memes. Um, but I don't follow it super closely. So I might have to have you continue taking the lead, but I, I do know some things. So I know we kind of talked about this on the last episode and I feel like I kind of gave the breakdown on the last episode, but basically since we last touched base, Amber Heard fired her PR team and hired a new crisis comms team, basically because every headline was about how unlikable Amber Heard is. So ever since um, I heard that she hired, rehired a new PR team, I looked this morning and the headlines are very different than they used to be. So now it's saying um, like, People, TikTok audiences are um, very, uh, what's that word? Where you like get um, triggered Mm -hmm. by hearing Amber Heard's testimony because they've been in those assault things before. Like just the, um, just the way that they've utilized TikTok because TikTok is so on the side of Johnny Depp that Mm -hmm. they're now using like all of that as a way to kind of uh, like change the headlines a bit, which I think is super, super interesting. Um, I also think that I'm in love with Johnny Depp's lawyer, Camila Vasquez or Vasquez, and they're looking mighty cozy on the stand. Have you seen any of those videos? No, but I like it. They kind of like flirt. She brings the coffee. They do a lot of touching and I'm pretty sure it's there. They're just trying to get under Amber's skin and it's working because Amber will kind of be like this. And then, and then, then they still are like touchy, touchy. And I kind of love it. They look really cute together. I, I will say, so something that I saw on TikTok, which I love that this, this is where we get our news these days, but yeah, it's a I'm on lawyer TikTok and lawyer TikTok is so much fun. So what is lawyer TikTok? It's just lawyers explaining things like, oh yeah, that couple. You know, what that couple, that TikTok uh, or the lawyer couple. Yes. The lawyer yeah. couple. So they're like a Harvard couple. And they'll like go through and explain things. It's so great. Cause they, they will explain a lot about the trial that like, I don't understand. So essentially somebody asked like, why did Johnny Depp's lawyer like fist pump when, um, Amber Heard mentioned Kate Moss and they explain that it's because her bringing up Kate Moss, like is bringing up somebody that would have been deemed irrelevant. But now that she's been spoken about on the stand, it's a really good thing because they can now bring Kate Moss in as like a witness as Johnny Depp's, um, ex-girlfriend if they want to, but it also opens the door for them to be able to talk about Amber Heard's past relationships. And I guess they were saying like, she's been charged with domestic violence, um, against her other partners, like multiple charges that before your ex relationships were deemed like 
they, they would have gotten like overturned or not allowed to speak about it. But she like completely opened the door to that. And somebody commented like to the lawyers, like why in the world then would she have mentioned Kate Moss? Yeah. And they were like, her lawyers 1000% told her not to do that, but she just went and did it anyway. And that's like how crazy she is that she's not even listening to her lawyers at this point. She's just yeah. doing whatever she wants. I mean, honestly, after this whole case, I feel like you and I could now pass the baby bar just like Kim K. I know I I'm on the edge of my seat for the next episode of the Kardashians, because that is exactly what she's doing. She's, it's, it's she's got to pass episode. that baby bar. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of Kim K. A lot has gone down in the Kardashian sphere the past couple of weeks, mm. starting with the Met Gala controversy. Oh, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Kim Kardashian wore Marilyn Monroe's iconic dress that she said that she's saying, happy birthday to you. Did you think that was good? Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday. Okay. I'll stop now. So she wore Marilyn Monroe's dress, um, and she couldn't really fit into it. So three weeks beforehand, she went to Ripley's believe it or not, because they're now the owners of the dress in Orlando and she puts on the dress and it doesn't really fit. So she committed to losing 16 pounds to fit into the dress for the Met Gala. And she has gotten a lot of flack, um, about losing that weight for the specific event, but I kind of have a hot take on it. And I'd like to hear your take too. I think we have the same take on this. Of course, I do not want to trigger anyone with any sort of eating disorder, but I think the problem is not about that. It's about the fact that she should be viewed as any other actor or actress that is Christian Bale has lost 20, 30 pounds for multiple different roles. He's also gained weight for multiple roles. Like he's one of the biggest actors that I can think of that will lose gain. Kristen Stewart lost so much weight, even though she's already skinny, but even more weight to play princess Diana and, um, Spencer. And if you've seen, yeah, if you've seen Spencer, she is so skinny. Like I don't understand. See, these are the things. Cause I thought that that is more triggering seeing what she looked like in that movie than seeing Kim Kardashian in the dress. I think, I think she's a celebrity and we need to view what happened at the Met Gala as she was playing a role and she was playing a character. But yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you. I, I think like the Met Gala is her Oscar like movie of the year, you know? And like, this is her time. It, it has become really like, the Kardashian and TikTok gala, you know, it's really moved to these like pop culture icons versus um, these, you know, like Meryl Streep's of the world. Like that's who we see on the headlines and that's who we see all over Instagram is the Kardashians. Um, so yeah, I think I, I look at it that way too. Like she was like, you know, getting ready to play a character or a role down the, down the carpet though. I do understand like promoting 16 pounds in three weeks, obviously is triggering and not a healthy thing. Exactly. Um, exactly. Glad think, we got that. I think up. our point is just that if that is going to make headlines and people are going to be upset about her doing that, it needs to be consistent around Hollywood. And it just seems like sh- Kardashians always get flat, like the flack when it happens. So many people do it. It's the same situation when Kendall Jenner came out with tequila line. She got all this flack for not being Latina or Mexican and coming out with a line, but yet George Clooney and all these other like male men, too. men yeah. have done 
tequila brands that have no heritage. And that was pointed out actually to diet Prada, the Instagram, uh, the Instagram account diet Prada. If you follow them, they're, they basically call out influencers and actors on certain things, but somebody called diet Prada out. Like if you're going to say this about Kindle and they did kind of take a step back and they were like, you're right. Like we, it needs to be more even. And I think that's our point. It's not about crash dieting being a good or bad thing. Like, obviously we don't support that, but it's about just it not always being like the Kardashians that are getting like the flack. Totally. Yeah. I so agree. More Kardashian flack news. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Did you see this article with Ray J? He did an exclusive with the daily mail, but also like Ray J, why are you giving an exclusive to the daily mail? Like give it to, give it to people at least. I mean, come mm-hmm. on. So the premiere episodes of the Kardashian Hulu show have all been centered around so far, the additional footage that Ray J's manager quote unquote has of the sex tape between Kim and Ray J from over 20 years ago. So I guess, you know, when the, when the episode started coming out, Ray J came out, he saw the coverage and he said, he saw how he's being betrayed on the show. So he basically did this exclusive interview that he said, look, like, if this is how you're going to do me on the show and portray me, then I'm going to tell the truth. Another quote unquote, cause you really don't know who to believe, um, that the infamous leak of the, the first sex tape was a deal between Kim, Chris and himself. So that's what he's saying that he's kind of confirming after all these years that it was intentional. That's very interesting. I, I, I wonder if he's just trying to get back in the headlines. Yeah. Uh, yes. Cause like, didn't he have like a show for a little bit? The love of Ray J or am I just making that up? He might've, I could totally see that. I still don't even really know exactly like who he is. <laughs> Cause they were never married. They just dated. Yeah. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Anyway. So that's, what's going on in the Kardashian world. I also think something that's really interesting is that so much is centered around this SNL interview or performance that, um, Kim did. And I just feel like there's gotta be some type of partnership or collab between the Hulu show and SNL because they're getting so much coverage. And I feel like SNL knew that this Hulu show was going to be so big and they really have to bring in a younger audience. And I think that's what they're getting with all of this coverage on the Hulu show. 100%. I'm sure people went back and watched that episode after this aired to like see the full thing and how she did. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, she did. She did a good job. Yeah, she did. I was really proud of her. Yeah. Me too. Mama. Mama. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So we do have some leftover questions from our Q and a from last week. So let's get into a few. Okay. Let's do it. One of our first ones is how do you keep from getting burnt out or mentally drained on Instagram, TikTok from people showing their quote unquote, perfect lives? Oh my gosh. I think I get burnt out all the time. <laughs> I, I am currently burnt. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I think, you know, we've done this for so long. It's hard to not sometimes like be dream of a life where I don't, I can just sit behind a desk and like have more of a like desk job and not have to put my life, you know, on social media. I mean, obviously I don't want that, but like, there are times where it can just get to be a lot that you're like, would my life be when I, if I didn't have to do all this all the time, um, it can get, it can get to be a lot. It can get to be a lot. Um, I think the way that I've been able to cope with it and like move forward is just 100% taking breaks. I think treating our job, not like, 
of course it is 24 hours, seven days a week. And we have to be like constantly checking email, but to still try to like have a weekend and have evenings without working, um, or just turning your phone off. Because I think the biggest thing is like getting wrapped up in what other people are doing. Yeah. I think even with consumption, I've noticed that during the day, I I don't really get like triggered by other people showing their quote unquote private perfect lives. But if it's the morning or the evening and I'm scrolling on TikTok or Instagram and I'm in bed and I'm watching like all this perfection or people at events that maybe we didn't get included on or whatever, I'm much more, um, like fragile. (laughs) Yeah. So I try and just limit if like what I do in like social media and bed. And I make sure that I only go to the dodo at nighttime, which is my favorite animal account. Yeah. I love the dodo. I love the dodo. Also, we do mute a lot of people. Like if their Mm -hmm. content is like, makes you feel bad or isn't additive to your life in any way. Like we do end up muting a lot of people just because we want to make sure that we're intaking content that only makes us feel good. And I hope our content makes you guys feel that way. And even in my personal, like my personal account, I, this year woke up and chose violence Violence. with the unfollow (laughs) and mute button. But even if there's like people that have been in my lives or, but are in like my personal life and not even bloggers or influencers, this can just be people that have either like, are not nice people or have been like, maybe not nice to me. I have literally just unfollowed them. I'm like, there's no point in like, I giving any of these people energy, just like mute and unfollow and just move on because you want social media, your social media to not be a triggering place or to be an upsetting place. Yeah. Here, here. We also like randomly follow like one of my favorite accounts is the holistic. Um, what's the holistic psychiatrist? I think that's the handle. I can put the exact one in the show notes and her content is so interesting and just making sure that you're following like wellness accounts and stuff that when you are scrolling, you can kind of go back to like what really matters in your life. Exactly. Exactly. It's easy to get caught up and then take a step back and be like, wait a second. Like I, I also just try to, I don't live near my family. Um, so making sure that I like have FaceTimes with like close family and friends, like throughout the week, it really just grounds you back to like, what's 100% important. And it makes you realize like, okay, I was getting upset about this, but I do also understand in our job, there are things that you can get upset about that are so silly, but when it comes to like money and those types of things, like it's hard to not, um, but yeah, just trying to like limit your triggers. Yeah. Limit your triggers, put that on a pillow. Okay. The best staple you have in your closet and you can't say so random merch. Well, bitch, so random merch. I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. So I feel like nowadays I wear so much just like loungewear, but I, now that we're going into summer, I'm obsessed with my beyond yoga, like biker shorts, because I can like, it's kind of what I'm wearing now, even though you can't tell, but it's like an oversized sweatshirt with that. When I'm kind of just around the house or going, I just got back from like UPS and running errands. So it's nice to have like a staple like that when we're still working from home or a lot of us are. And, um, but you can kind of not feel like you're in like baggy sweatpants. 
You're like somewhat put yeah. together. How princess die of you. I think mine would be just a really good fit, good fitting pair of boyfriend jeans. Mm-hmm. I wear my jeans all the time and like cycle out my tops, but I think like a good investment pair of jeans is the way to go. I absolutely love the Abercrombie curve jeans. Um, I just found out that you can actually change the height sizes if you order online, but definitely go into the store just to like, like get your curve, um, size, right. And then you can tailor it online. (laughs) Just a little, (laughs) just a little hot detail for you guys. Okay. Advice for upcoming college grads on getting a job. Wow. That's a great question. I would say when, um, I left college, it was just a lot about networking, making sure that you're putting yourself out there, talking to, you know, the right people, not being afraid to utilize like other people within your network that might know somebody, um, just definitely communication. And even in your first job, making sure that you're making like lasting relationships and friendships with your coworkers. Totally. And I think in the industry that we're, we are in, don't be afraid to take a fellowship or an internship. A lot of my friends in college were in finance or in like, you know, different like econ or whatever. They all had job offers, um, like the beginning of the, of senior year. And I was like, what the hell? Like, that's just not really how the PR or marketing industry works. Like I had to get an internship right out of college. And that quickly turned into, I think like a month later, a full-time job. So don't be afraid to accept things. I know it might seem like a little different since your, your friends may have full-time jobs, but you know, just whatever you need to do to get your foot in the door. Agreed. Agreed. Should we get into some fun stuff? Uh-huh. You guys know what that sound is. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. No, you don't. <laughs> it's, it's so random. Watch party time. Okay, Court, what are you watching? All right. So last night I tuned in to the, the part one of the summer house reunion. And oh my God, we have some thoughts. So I don't know. I, I do think the Bravo universe is very split the way that the cast is currently split. You know, you have like the original people and then you have the newbies and we're kind of split right there with like Amanda and Kyle kind of in the middle, but more leaning towards being on like the page side. But you guys, like I have, I've switched, like I have never been more mad. Paige DeSorbo came off so horrible, in my opinion, at the reunion. She she never once like smiled. She looked smug the entire time. She was complaining to Andy about seating arrangements like she was a top tier housewife Um, and she was sitting next to Andy, but she was upset Mm. about what side she was on. I think her dating Craig has gotten to her head and that fun, loving like Paige that was always kind of the voice of reason. I do not think the, I, the thing that made me really upset is that her and Amanda kept going at Lindsay about her miscarriage. And I just Ooh, think that's so God, gross hard, no. and yeah. disrespectful because nobody should be speaking about Lindsay's miscarriage except for Lindsay. And yeah. they would like bring it up. And it was really hard to watch. Um, Ew, that's so it, icky. It was very icky. And I think like Lindsay, I just think there are different points in our lives. I don't know. I mean, I'm just hot hub summer fan. Um, I've kind of gone against Paige and Sierra. I hope that they can all get to a good place. It seems like Lindsay has come out multiple times and been like, I don't know what her problem with. Like, she's like, I don't really know. I thought we've gotten past the Austin Sierra thing. Um, even somebody brought up on 
two judgy girls, his Instagram account, um, their Bravo fan account, you know, they thought something must've happened during the winter house filming to cause mm, Paige and that. Lindsay, but Lindsay commented on the post and said, no, like nothing happened. We all got along really well. And she said, unless something happened behind my back, like I, I have no idea why people like do not like me this deeply, but it, it did seem like Sierra kind of mentioned, you know, like you are not approachable and you've always been very dismissive to new cast members, which I could kind of see that from her too. Cause even when we've seen her in real life, she's not the type that is approachable whatsoever. Yeah. But I really think that's her personality. Like, I don't Agreed. think she's putting that on. I think she's so wrapped up in herself and her own world. Like she doesn't actually understand what happened between her and Paige. Like I'm sure from Paige's side, she seems much more empathetic. Like Paige and Amanda seem much more empathetic and yeah. kind of like understand what's actually happening. Um, but I think Lindsay's just in her own world. She's like, no, I really don't know what I did to them. She probably was just a freaking asshole, but like, I think she's just kind of an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think another thing, I think another part that people are upset about basically you know, Paige and Carl kind of got into this altercation and Paige was like, well, what did you do all summer, Carl? And I was taken aback by that because it's like, okay, well, he was sober and he was yeah. working on his sobriety and he kind of like, didn't say anything, which was and his own storyline, by the way. Yeah. Like and Andy then brings up his sobriety and, and Carl did like, this was a couple of minutes later. I think he collected himself and he's like, Paige, like that actually was very hurtful. Like I had the best summer because I was, I was working on myself and I've been sober for this amount of time. And she was like, Carl, why are you yelling at me? And, and I think I've, as a viewer, I was like, Paige, what you did say was that's how I took it. Like she was kind of insulting him, like that. He basically insinuating that he didn't have a storyline this mm. season. I just don't think, I think Paige came in there with the wrong attitude. I think she came in wanting to start drama it wasn't like the lighthearted yeah. reunions that it usually is with this group. Um, but I do hope that they can all find a way because the point of summer house is they're all supposed to be friends living in a house. Yeah. And I don't want it to seem like it gets to a point where it's two separate groups that really dislike each other. Like they have to kind of figure out how they're going to like move the storyline forward. Do you think Amanda or do you think Paige and Craig are going to get a little spinoff? I could see that. I'm very, very interested in how Su Southern Charm is going to come across. I saw an interview with Paige um, and they asked who were your favorite um, cast members besides Craig, obviously. And her answer, which was very interesting, was Catherine and Madison. So, oh Lord, she said they were the most welcoming and it makes me think it's going to be set up where it's basically going to be Paige versus Naomi versus like, uh, Danny Leva, Leva like oh, that God, group. I like that crew. I, I do too. So I, I have no idea, but Madison and Craig are like making TikToks together now. So like they're all friends. So I, I, I think we just need to get, see what's in the water down in Charleston. Oh, I know what's in the water. A lot of whiskey, baby. <laughs> You're going to say jellyfish. <laughs> no, but I should have. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Well, thank you for that breakdown. I, there's so much Bravo. There was a re, um, Atlanta premiere this week. I actually haven't watched it yet, but I need to. I'm so excited. Have you watched it? No, I haven't watched it. I'm like still uh, kind of catching up from from our week away. Yeah, I've just I've just been staring at a blank wall. 
trying, <laughs> trying to get my sea legs back. <laughs> so we have a lot of Bravo catching up to do. So we can't wait to talk about it next week. So I think we already talked about things we love. Basically my print fresh luxury sleepwear is what it's called. Like Courtney mentioned, we rocked him to the PJ boat party and we were really the bell of the ball. So I'm going to get some more. Do you want some? Me too. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Court, what are you loving this week? So on the cruise, I went a little rogue and I bought myself, um, if you guys have seen it's, it literally is a tote bag that says the tote bag. Uh, it's by Mark Jacobs. And I had been wanting it for a while and I finally pulled the trigger, but actually if you guys are interested, it's not as expensive as you would think. So it was 300, uh, was the size of, for the size that I got. And I got like the biggest size. So I think like their medium one is probably in the two hundreds. So it's really not that bad. If you want like a really good, um, like carry on bag for traveling, it's also beach bag. I used it today I, when I was running errands, um, to like hold packages. Cause I was going to like UPS and the post oh, office. She say love I was. So I think it's a great bag. If you're kind of looking for something every day, I think it would be great for moms too. Cause you could care. You can carry so diapers. much in that diapers and whatnot. Um, so yeah, it's a great bag. Um, I highly recommend getting it and we'll, we'll put it in the notes as well. It's the same size as my Christian Fior bag. <laughs> And for those of you who don't know what that means, it's my fake Christian Dior bag. Which is interesting because my, my high school friends, um, when I was home, they all thought yours was real. It looks my, so it real. It looks real. Like Gwen, my older sister has, she got the real one. Ugh. Um, and I really can't tell, but she got it used. So she just got it like oh. secondhand and she said oh. it wasn't that bad. That's smart. But yours looks, it looks in so my real. opinion, it we saw a bunch of fake ones when we were in Nassau and they looked so fake. Yeah. Like they looked really bad. New York just has good. I mean, we probably shouldn't be talking about this. I, know, but- I don't think we should say this. <laughs> yeah, but- never mind, never mind, never mind. But it's a great size. <laughs> so get get the real Mark Jacobs one is what we're is what we're promoting. No, I have the real Mark Jacobs. Yes. One. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. Well, I think we did it. Did we do it? We did it. Every week, like when we end, I'm literally sweating. I know. We just chit chat, chit chat, chit chat. We really get worked up. Yeah, we get worked up. I mean, talk about summer house, and I'm like, oh, I'll tell you guys how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you ask me something? <laughs> well, sometimes when I talk about it on Instagram stories, people are so opinionated, and then they yell at me. So it's like a safer space on here. Yeah, it's a safe space. Okay. You guys, thank you so much. That was so much fun. A reminder, we'll be back in two weeks with our next episode. Let us know. Drop um, drop a DM to us if there's anything that you want us to cover in the upcoming week. And we can't wait to chat with you guys. Bye.